Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. It is believed that there are two kinds of people, those who want to change the world and those who think they can't. Many of us want to have a positive impact on the world. We may see things like poverty, health issues, injustice, many things that are wrong with the world or wrong with society. We see the big issues that many of us may be intimidated to get involved in. Things like global warming, for instance. We may see no significant difference that an individual could contribute. We may think that our the change that we could make in our own lives is too small. And even if you put it in the relative spectrum of if everyone did this, it would make a big difference. It's hard to maintain that perspective for long. You, you want to see some tangible results from what you're doing. And most likely you want to know that your contributions are having an impact on the actual issue. However, it's a common problem for people to kind of see their personal contribution and then go to a change something like the entire structure of society as too far apart. And then it's easy to become frustrated that there's all these people that are doing the wrong thing, that aren't doing uh, supporting the change that you're doing. And it's easy to become angry and upset that people don't share the same value as you. And maybe they don't see the importance or the value in the issue that you do. Maybe they don't see it as significant as you do. So then, how do you approach the problem? Well, the thing with change is it often can't be forced. You can't make people want to do something. But what you can do is inspire people. Anytime you take the approach that you are right and this person is wrong, before you've had the conversation, the person is going to go on the defensive. They're never going to respond well, even if your intentions are well-founded and your cause is just. People are going to be abrasive to that kind of communication. Instead, you can try and maybe communicate the changes that you're making and the reasons why you're making those changes. And that might encourage other people to kind of think about that. Rather than telling them that they should be doing it, just tell them the reasons why you're doing it, why you're making the personal change, and the cost of it. Be honest and upfront about what it's taking, the difficulty in it. Because if people are blindsided by the difficulty that a lot of decisions that are for the betterment of the world or for the betterment of society are often difficult and challenging. And if you tell someone that it's the right thing to do, it's constantly good, you know, and you don't tell them about the, the downsides, then often they may make the change because they feel like they have to because you kind of guilted them into it. But then down the road, they're just going to give up on it because they didn't realise it was difficult and they still don't kind of have that contextual information of how important it is. And in affecting change, there are usually two things. There is a catalyst and a trigger. Now the catalyst, this is the planting of the initial seed. The bit of information that makes someone start thinking. You know, maybe it's you're trying to get your friend to stop smoking because you see that it's damaging their health. And you may ask them, Hey, have you thought about giving up smoking? 
you know, is it is it giving you anything? Is it benefiting you in any way, or you know, is it just something that's become a bit of a habit? You know, have you thought about maybe giving it up? And that might be met with no, they don't want to do it. But just because you asked that question, you may have planted a seed of doubt in their mind. They may be then thinking and second guessing themselves, like, ah, oh, actually, why am I doing this? And then. The next day, or maybe sometime in the future, they might go and meet someone, and then they start talking about how, you know, they got lung cancer from smoking. And then they think back somewhere in their mind, they're thinking back to that conversation that you had when you was questioning why they were doing it, and that seed has been planted. So when they hear that conversation about the fact that this person has lung cancer, that's the trigger. That's what causes them to go, uh, you know what, this isn't for me, I need to stop. So even though we may not see the change that we're making, you may be the catalyst, you may be the person that is planting those seeds in all these different minds. And you know, I very much try to not, you don't want to change people, you just want to inspire them, you want to make them see the importance and the value in doing these things. You know, information is everything, education is everything. You don't want to come across as patronising, or you don't want to force change on people. But within your local circle and your, your local friends, you know, you're all trying to improve and better each other. You, you know, the, the better and more competent and the more educated and well-founded your friendship circles are and your relationships with other people are, obviously the, the more you're going to grow, the better you're all going to get. So when you're sharing information and you know, inspiring others with the information and research that you've done. That's going to be what, what is the catalyst for change. It may not be directly, but indirectly. You may just be planting the seed by having the conversation with them. You may be in a group setting and be talking about the fact that you've stopped buying fast fashion because of the negative impact on, you know, not just the world in terms of global warming and the environment but also in terms of where those products are made and how they're made and how they're manufactured you know that just having those kind of conversations with people may be enough to plant a seed and inspire people to make those changes down the road and once you have started making those changes yourself and you want to change the world the next logical step is to your friends to your family expand the circle and then they will go on to their friends and their family and eventually it will circle out the more you inspire people the more chance you have of affecting mass change but you can't force it on people it's like the difference between a manager and a leader a manager will tell you to do something and it may be just because of out of hierarchy or fear that you might do it but a leader will show you why it is important. A leader will bring you to want to do it. They will inspire you and encourage you by sh either showing you the significance and the importance of doing it. Or by making you understand why it can benefit yourself. And often people will get kind of this misconception that a leader is this someone who's super aggressive and controlling of people and you know, tells people, what to, and that, that's not a leader at all. 
a leader is someone who encourages people, who brings people to want to do things, who encourages, who inspires, who steps up and makes a difference, who takes charge of their own lives and jumps in first themselves. A lot of the time, the way to inspire people is to show how you are doing it, how the positive effect it's having on yourself and those around you. You need to be the proponent of that change if you want it to happen. You want to be doing everything that you can, rather than just barking orders at people or telling people to do something. Focus on yourself, doing it the best you can, and your results will bring other people in. You often don't have to tell people. A lot of the time, you're, you may be like saying that everyone should be exercising, everyone should be going to the gym. And you suddenly got on a health flex and everything you do is you're eating healthy, you're going to the gym and you're feeling really good and you want to tell everyone to do it. But a lot of the time, if you if you just get your head down and you keep with it, people are going to notice the change in you. They're going to notice that your skin is clearer, that you're looking better, you've got more energy, you're more confident. And those things will naturally bring people in to be like, how are you doing this? Like, What, what, what are you doing differently? What have you changed? And then you can answer those questions. Or maybe that you have a charity that you're super passionate about and you volunteer your time and you start dedicating more time towards helping that charity. And then when people are asking you like, hey, do you want to come down the pub or do you want to come do this or that or come hang out? You can be like, well, no, sorry, I'm not available at the moment because I'm helping with this charity. Hey, maybe you want to come along. Maybe you'd like to join in, come with me. That sort of thing. We but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found in the world of our body. If we could change ourselves, the tendency in the world would also change. As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. This is the divine mystery supreme. A wonderful thing it is, and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. That was what Mahatma Gandhi said, which is often shortened to be the change you want to see in the world. And it's absolutely right. If you want to start affecting change, if you want to start changing the way people view issues or the way things are done, you need to start being the example. And that will naturally encourage people to want to do the same. Thank you for listening.